And now, Professor Knapp. I want to begin this course by talking about love and death in Russian literature and say a few words about the basic facts of life as they figure in Russian fiction. What is it about the works that we'll be reading that makes them special? They're Russian, they're 19th century, and yet we can relate. On the one hand, they seem exotic. They're set in Russia. The characters have complicated Russian names. They go hunting. They have servants. They murder pawnbrokers. They gather mushrooms. They do a lot of things you and I don't do. Their realities seem very different from ours. Reading these novels is an ethnographic education in and of itself. And yet, what attracts readers is the way in which these works, the novels of Dostoevsky, Tolstoy, and Turgenev, and the stories of Chekhov, represent the basics of life that we all partake in. Thus we read them then, I think, more for these basics than for anything. Reading these novels becomes part of our existential education, part of our moral education, and at the same time part of our artistic or aesthetic education, because how they represent these basics, the artistic form they give to them, is essential to the message. One way to approach this question is to remember what E.M. Forster said in his discussion aspects of the novel. He says that novels, like life, break down into universal categories. He writes, quote, The main facts in human life are five, birth, food, sleep, love, and death. One could increase the number, add breathing, for instance, but these five are the most obvious, end quote. Forrester goes on to explore how these facts of life are transformed into art in a literary work. These works of literature stretch our horizons, give new perceptions by writing about, by narrating these basics that we all can't escape. And how much do we really know about them? What we know may in fact be rather limited. Or if it's not limited, it's certainly hard to verbalize. We take a lot for granted. And above all, we really don't know all that much about what other people, even those with whom we may be intimate, even those with whom we sleep, who we watch die. Why? Because we don't really know what's going on inside them. But fictional works provide us with imaginative access to this inner world of people as they go about their lives from womb to tomb. How do these five main facts of human life, birth, food, sleep, love, and death, figure in fiction? Forrester notes that in fact the first three, birth, food, and sleep, for a number of reasons, really don't figure all that prominently in the life of what he calls fictional man. It's not to say that they're absent, as you will see from the Russian classics. That leaves us with two, love and death. Of all the facts of life, according to Forrester, these are the two most congenial to fiction. Love and Death, as some of you may know, is also the title of Woody Allen's film Spoof, which has its roots in the works of the very authors of this course, especially Tolstoy and Dostoevsky. Judging by the title, for Woody Allen, Russian fiction boils down to these two basics, love and death. They're universal to all novels, but for whatever reasons, love and death appear in more concentrated, perhaps rawer, perhaps headier form in 19th century Russian classics. Did Russians or Russian writers have a monopoly on these topics? Of course not. But they were perhaps more unabashed about putting them right at the heart of their works and about asking some questions about love and death that many of us refrain from asking. 
and the Russian authors perhaps found more strikingly new creative ways of representing love and death. This is what I think Woody Allen was responding to. I want to say a few words about love and death in these Russian classics and how they combine before giving you what I hope will be some helpful background information, information that will help you understand more about the reality that these works respond to and imaginatively recreate, information about the context in which these Russian fictional characters are born, in which they eat, sleep, love, and die. First, about love. It is often assumed that romantic or sexual love is the stuff of literature, or for that matter, film. And certainly it's well-suited for the novelistic form because marriage provides a convenient ending. Many novels, like those of Jane Austen, are variations on the courtship plot. Or romantic love can certainly go awry, and then you get a novel of adultery.